Yes, that's right. Music goes down, as Tom says. And one of the awesome things that I love about events like this is that it gives us an opportunity <clears throat> to... Uh, may I have your attention over there in the corner, please? Yes. Uh, in the room to my right. Yes, that's it. These are opportunities that you have to get a chance to learn a bit about the wonderful artists that Regis Entertainment brings to central New Jersey. So I'd like for everyone just to focus their attention for one moment and give a huge round of applause to not only the Cranberry Inn, Regis Entertainment, Corcoran Holt, and the indigenous art form of jazz. Let's do that, please. So now that we have your attention, um, we'd like to take this moment to uh, spend a little time with the artists that we bring to the region to, to, for you to get a chance to learn a little bit more about who they are and what they're doing. Um, Corcoran does a wonderful job of not only promoting what he does as an artist, but also throughout the set, he was constantly engaged with the audience, which shows a lot about his showmanship and his professionalism. So I want to publicly thank you for that once again. My pleasure. Thank you. So let's, uh, just a couple of questions here. I, I, I love the fact that you spoke about your hometown of D.C. and the transition to New York City, um, two meccas for performing art here in, the, in our country and on the East Coast. Can you just talk about some of the similarities and also some of the differences? Yeah, um, well, Washington, D.C., as you said, both Washington, D.C. And, and New York, both, um, it's very artistic places, you know, it's a lot of history. Um, from the music and, and different um, different styles of, of music, a lot of different cultures. So there's just a lot of similarities between there. There's both young and older musicians as far as what I do that I was able to learn from. And um, I would say the differences are uh, definitely the size of, <laughs> of the cities. Um, you know, you can actually fit five Washington DCs in Brooklyn alone. Um, so that, that, of course, uh, that kind of makes a difference. So there's kind of, um, I would say about a hundred times that more, more musicians, both better and worse, you know, in New York City than in, in Washington, D.C. It's just, um, I feel as though in, in New York, people come from all over the world to specifically come to that place, you know, to meet one another. And so you have the best of of uh, many different things, whether you're a musician, whether you're a businessman, you know, an entrepreneur, a, a, a doctor, you know, you, you have, um, it's just the population is, is, is huge. So, you know, that's, that's the difference um, in, in the two places, I would say, is size and, you know, but it's, it's, they're still very artistic places. You were very clear about your relationship with the artist that you're performing with, mm -hmm. and thank you for doing that because oftentimes men aren't very candid about um, about other men in their relationships. So kudos to you for that. Can you talk about going to Duke Ellington High School or performing arts school in D.C. and what kind of effect that had on your life? Well, that was Duke Ellington School of Arts. I was there from 2000 to 2004, and it was really there that I knew, I always knew I wanted to be a musician from the age of four, but I got really, really, I got exposed to so much, you know, being in a creative environment every day, 
if, uh, I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, Fame. It was a movie mm -hmm. called Fame. So Duke Ellington was a lot like that. So it was just creative energy from seven in the morning until ten at night. You know, there was always there was so many things happening, and it really it was a, some of the best years of my of my life. You know, um, I'm still having the best years of my life right now, but. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it really shaped me for for what I wanted to do. It taught me how to be a professional at a very young age. And I'll tell you what, um, we get a chance to see a lot of artists, and uh, even in my other programs, I get a chance to spend a lot of time um, seeing other musicians. And you are truly, indeed, a professional musician. And I appreciate your time and your efforts, and for showcasing it here with Regis Entertainment. Yeah, thank you. It's my pleasure. Awesome. Really. So, what do we have going on for the second set? So the second set. Is um, this set is actually more so dedicated to Washington D.C. I'm gonna start with a tune that I wrote for the street that I grew up on, 14th Street, Northwest. Uh, there is a the historic U Street corridor where many of the jazz clubs, uh, Bohemian Caverns, Twins Jazz, uh, JoJo's. You know, they, this is this was like the hub of kind of where I came up. My mother lives on 14th Street, so I grew up on 14th. So. First tune is gonna be 14th Street Bounce, and um, that's dedicated to DC. And then I also have a go-go tune, which is, go-go uh, music is a, the indigenous music of Washington, DC. Uh, it was created there, Chuck Brown, yes indeed. Um, so we're gonna, we're gonna play a go-go tune in this set, as well as um, another tune that that uh, is composed by, I played with, with Kitty Garrett, he's, he's one of my mentors. So I like to play one of his tunes on the set. So we're gonna also do one of his composition. And but we're gonna start with 14th Street Bounce. Fantastic. Let's give a big round of applause to Corporate Holtz. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I think you're gonna need that. Oh yeah. Oh quick to talk. 